0: Hi chatters, welcome to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. I'm Kathy, and this is my daughter. Ella. How are you today, Ella?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Glad I'm to hear it. A little bit
0: tired, but I'm do Just
1: say it. What?
0: <laughs> You're always tired when we record. Uh, uh, oopsies. Um Because well, we're busy people. We're busy people. It's been a busy couple of weeks since our last episode. We had a lot of feedback from the last episode, the skin influencers. Mm-hmm. Um and we had our first gift oh remember? oh yeah I remember. yes friend of the pod betsy sent us one of the skincare
1: things that we talked
0: about mm-hmm. yep and it was the amazon aware daily body lotion mm-hmm. loved the packaging it comes in like an aluminum bottle that um, says it's 100% recycled Mm -hmm. and recyclable, which is good. Um, That was on the EWG-approved verified list. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting, too, because they don't tend to totally verify many products, it seemed like. Um, The Amazon Aware has a climate pledge. It's climate pledge-friendly, which Mm -hmm. means that um, the neutral... It's got a neutral carbon footprint, oh. which is lovely. Not tested on animals. And it's dermatologist tested.
1: It's got all the good stuff.
0: All the good stuff. And I liked it.
1: The, it is it refreshing? Yeah. I haven't tried it yet.
0: You didn't try it? No. I thought we both rubbed it into our hands. Nope. Well, it was very moisturizing. Mm. This was a fragrance free version, and I was curious, so I looked up if they had fragrances, because I know the EWG does not like fragrances yeah. in general. Um, and they do. They have a vanilla, mm. also verified, shockingly. Yeah,
1: but it's like natural.
0: It you know? must be. It must be. So, and that, moving forward, reminds me that I totally forgot to mention. Um, about a year ago, I transformed to natural perfume.
1: Oh, Oh uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That Skylar perfume. Uh-huh. It's called... It
1: smells amazing.
0: Thank you. I really enjoy it, too. It was... You know, I'm always trying to do better where I can. And just one day I was kind of like, I like to wear a little bit of a scent. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to spray chemicals on my body. So I just Googled, like, you know, uh, clean perfume. And I found this Skylar. And it's at Skylar.com. It's a hypoallergenic fragrance. Vegan and cruelty-free. Comes in eco-friendly packaging, which we like recyclable bottles um i could not find this on that app the healthy living ewg app but their website makes it sound amazing um and they also donate to different organizations when you buy from them which i thought was cool i don't even i didn't even know that yeah like step up the naacp feeding america teach for america and then others so i was like wow now i feel even better about buying from there And what I did is I started with their Discovery set, which was five different fragrances. Remember, we got those teeny bottles. Uh And that was nice because then I could smell five different scents and kind of decide what to buy. I really liked the Isle Escape, which is what I ended up buying the big bottle of. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did really like the Pink Canyon, too, which is kind of grapefruity.
1: I liked all of them.
0: You did like all of them. They're really, really good. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend that company. And... Even if it's not EWG approved, it is totally Kathy approved. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk about our happies and crappies? Yeah. What do you have for us?
1: Okay, so my happy is that I have like um a dance workshop.
0: A dance this workshop? Weekend, yes. Or
1: well, when this comes out when this You'll drops out I'll already have done it. But yeah. I'm excited for that. That
0: is exciting.
1: And then and like it's at my high school that I'm going to, so mm. I kinda like Get to, I did it last year too, so I got to get to like refresh and like get excited for high school and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, one of my crappies is that I had like three tests this week, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like annoying. Yeah. Did you I had do to well sp- on them? Yeah, I did good oh. on all of them. Oh.
0: Well, then why is that a crappy?
1: <laughs> well, okay. That was, that's my happy that I got, I did good on all of them, and my crappy is that it's just annoying.
0: It's annoying to have tests? Yeah. They should just give you grades based on your face? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Well, no, but they shouldn't do, like, <laughs> they shouldn't do, like, two tests every week.
0: No, but that's what I've told you. The older you get, the less your teachers correspond with each other, and you may get to college and have three tests in a no, day. No, I'm saying,
1: like, per class.
0: Two tests per class? A week. Oh, that seems test heavy.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's all oh. Da, 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 da. Oh. Well, this week there's only three, but it, they were long tests. That's why it's annoying.
0: Fine. That's allowed to be your crappy then. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then another happy is that um, we, like, s- have actually started going into Into the Woods. My um, show then started. Right, 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 right. And we're, like, starting to do, like, more rehearsals. And it's, I think it's going to be a good show. i like excited. I love all the songs and my character.
0: Yeah, your Little Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I'm excited for that, too. And I, I kind of like the smaller casts. Yeah. Yeah, when you were in Guys and Dolls, that was a really, really good one. Um, not that the large casts aren't fun with the ensemble, but the small casts can be really cool. Like, yeah. how you work things out. Um. So, my happy is that uh, since we podcasted last, I saw two amazing shows on stage the first one was a girl's night out with me and some mom friends Mm -hmm. and we saw the truth about men and i'd never heard of it before but it was a really campy little musical Mm -hmm. um and in hindsight i kind of wish i had taken you because it was just so delightful Mm -hmm. it was funny the voices were amazing the the thing that inspired us to go was one of your previous theater directors, friend of the pod, <laughs> Miss Kim, was the star. And I was astounded at how amazing her voice was. Like, blew me away. <laughs> I mean she's really good. I mean really good. And and the um the other there was really three main characters. The other two were men, and they were amazing also. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. It kind of reminded me, like, the genre, I would say, would be of... Um, uh, oh, my gosh. What's the musical my mom was really into? she play their record? All- oh, they're playing our song, uh. which is... I've, I know I've played it for you, but I don't think they've ever done a revival of their playing... Our song in my lifetime. I would yeah. love. I wish this same company would do it because it was just so good. I was just blown away. And then the other one that we saw together was Six. Yes, I loved that it. Was, oh yeah,
1: that was gonna be one of my happies too. Six, and then another happy I'm seeing another show. Is it this weekend or next? Oh yeah, weekend? Little Women. Little Women.
0: That's right. This yeah. weekend. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's and exciting. Too. I'm really
0: excited for that. Me too. I didn't really realize that they turned Little Women into a musical. But it's a musical, yeah. right? And that's, that will be very good. I'm interested. Um, but a six was just so different. Mm-hmm. I had kind of told you and your brother, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be like Hamilton where they're singing about history. Yeah. But it was they, so much different than that. They're
1: like singing about history, but they're like, there's... It's, like, really cool. They never change costume. They never leave the stage. You're right. They never left the stage. They stay on stage for the whole hour and 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, really good because it talks about, like, all their individual lives.
0: The the wives of Henry VIII. Yeah. Yeah, he had six wives. And I think some people have heard of some of them, like Anne Boleyn, but a lot of them you hadn't heard of. And it was just fascinating. Yeah,
1: and it was really cool.
0: Did you love, too, that the band was all women?
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: I was like, girl power! I loved that. That was so cool. Playing the bass and the drums and the piano. And the
1: guitar. And,
0: yep, super cool. All right, well, we're in February now, girl, and it is Black History Month. Yeah. So, we are going to talk about black history. hmm I, with my book club, read a very interesting book called Running While Black. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. um it's by allison mariella de i think is how you say her last name or it could be de sir i don't know there's like a little uh hyphen over the e and i don't know if that <laughs> means you're supposed to put like emphasis on the e like de oh, wow. i don't know anyway um and it was really really good i you know i'm not like a huge runner so i wasn't entirely sure it was going to be my thing Mm -hmm. but the author did a really great job of weaving together running and and how her love of running um kind of grew in her life Mm -hmm. and being a black woman in the united states um and there were just a few things in that book that really affected me Mm -hmm. um One was uh, when the author was talking about um, the Ted Corbett 15K. Not that I knew
1: anything
0: about. 15K. 15K, yeah. We do do 5K. We do 5K. So, yeah, this is three times that long. Um, Ted Corbett is kind of known as, well, not really well known, but if you look him up, he's the father of American long-distance running Mm-hmm. And he was the first black man to run an Olympic marathon. Mm. So um he's obviously awesome, but he's not written much about in history and even in the yeah. history of running. Um that that 5k that I was saying, uh, there's no medal.
1: You mean <laughs> there, 15k? 15k, <laughs>
0: 15, you're right. Uh there's no medal. There's, um, it's not in a significant place on the calendar. Like it comes after the New York city marathon. So a lot of people mm. don't even know this race exists.
1: Yeah,
0: And, um, and I thought it was very interesting. One of the things the author said about the fact that nobody really knows about this race. Nobody really knows who Ted Corbett was. Um, she said, this is what the white lens does. It diminishes our importance places us on the margins, and then pats itself on the back for recognizing as us at all. Mm-hmm. And that just really was so well-written for me that I was like, I totally get it. And in some ways, it it kind of um, makes me think of the, the musical Six that we mm-hmm. saw. You know, the whole point of Six was like, what if we knew those women's stories? Yeah. What if it wasn't just about Henry VIII? What if they were the stars of history. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same with black people. It's Mm -hmm. like, if they had written our history books, if they got to pick the curriculum, we would know these things that seem so small to us because we're not taught much about it. And we're actually not small at all. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just so... It's cool. It's mind-boggling to think how much you're not told. Yeah. And there's
1: so much more.
0: So much more. There's always another side, another perspective.
1: Another culture or race.
0: Absolutely. Like country. Yeah. So um, I I just thought that was very well put, that when you look at history through the white lens, it's like here these runners are proud of themselves for having a Ted Corbett race. When Mm -hmm. it's like, really? It should have always been the Ted Corbett race, you know? And apparently he also um, kind of designed the way the New York City Marathon, which is a very famous marathon, Mm -hmm. um, goes through the different boroughs. You know what boroughs are?
1: Like
0: areas? Yes, exactly. So there's like Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Mm -hmm. the Bronx, and Ted Corbett, even back then in like, I think 1920s or 30s, he came up with the idea of let's run through the whole New York City. And I guess they used to run just around Central Park Ooh. for 26 miles. That sounds miserable. Mm-hmm. And, um, and no one gives him credit for that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just, I just find it fascinating that you have to dig to find this to out. find it. Mm-hmm. Um, another point of this book that kind of hit home to me was there's a section where she talks about black children appearing older than they are.
1: Yeah.
0: And there was... really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's... I don't think that's like a fact. It's just a... a, Sometimes they seem older than they are. I think Hmm. they grow genetically bigger earlier, maybe? I'm not really sure, but the author said it. And she gives the example of um, Tamir Rice. He was carrying a toy gun when he was 12 years old. It was oh, is
1: Tamir? I thought you were talking about Rice.
0: No, his last name was Rice. God.
1: Tamir Rice.
0: Tamir Rice. Um, he was co- carrying a toy gun. He was only 12 years old, so younger than you. Mm-hmm. And when it was like called into the police, he w- It was called in as an adult
1: holding carrying a gun. A gun.
0: And when the police arrived, they shot and killed him. What? Isn't that terrible?
1: I feel like I heard that story. Like, you may have. I can't remember. Or something similar, but like, that's so bad.
0: It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And when she discusses it in the book, she just talks about, because in the book, she has a baby son. Mm-hmm. She talks about, you know, not only do I have to worry about all the things that moms worry about, mm-hmm. right? I also have to worry that if he's playing in the wrong place, he might get shot. Yeah, and and she brings in a lot of it back to running and talks about you know being black and running through a community where people are like why is she here mm-hmm. you know because she's not the right color and it's just so eye opening to think of it that way yeah. you know we already have stress because we're women but then you add that extra layer of, of then race. of race it's just devastating I'm already stressed being a mom but if you had that added layer of having a black child that you had to worry that was going to get shot for being black that's just it just hurts my heart yeah um and then the last thing that um really kind of affected me from this book was that she just talks a lot about the horrors of american history and like um like state parks back in the Mm fifties when it was mandated that they don't segregate, segregate anymore. Mm -hmm. Some States like South Carolina were like, then we'll just close the state parks. They'd rather close them to everyone than allow black people in their state parks. Isn't that just disgusting?
1: Do they still do that? No,
0: no. And now that would be against the law. But this was like during the time of like Jim Crow laws, you know, where there was like separate, but equal and stuff. And, um, so, that that idea just kind of ugh, shook me a little it's bit. So stupid. It's so stupid. And she yeah. had this cool timeline in the beginning of the book of like how running was evolving in America at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, racism, segregation, even like the end of slavery yeah. and stuff was metamorphosing. So mm-hmm. it was very very interesting. I also had to look up because I was just curious me mm-hmm. um reading the book she capitalized the word black mm-hmm. but not the word white and I just thought huh I, I wonder why that and is everything well like if she was talking about a black woman or a black child she would write the word black capitalized and I just noticed you know yeah. and so I've, I don't think that's something I've noticed before yeah. but I guess it is a common practice nowadays it was kind of um accepted a couple of years ago
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the reason is because did you
1: search it
0: up i did search it up because i it was something i noticed in reading the book because mm-hmm. she talked about race so much in the book i'd see the word black over and over again and be capital b i was like huh i wonder why that is so the reason is um because so like black people have a shared sense of identity and community we already capitalize words like asian hispanic Native American, Mm -hmm. so it seems important to capitalize the word black. Mm -hmm. And the reason that we don't capitalize the word white is because there's many different cultures associated with being Mm -hmm. white, so you can be, like, white European or white, you know, I don't know, Irish? German. (laughs) German, yeah. Um, So we don't do that. And then on top of that, when you capitalize the W, it kind of looks like white supremacy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which, you know, we're really trying to get away from, but it's real struggle in this country, mm-hmm. you know. um, And that's another thing that the author talked about a lot in this book, just white supremacy is not just what you think it is. It's not just walking around going, you know, whites are better. It's all the little things that are kind of ingrained in you from the time you were young that yeah. white is right and black is wrong
1: yeah
0: and and that's like white supremacy and it's hard to totally get rid of that because it's kind of ingrained in our society from the time everyone's young so very very Mm thought-provoking so the on the other side we watched a movie together do you remember what movie that was the help the help which was also a book um, By Catherine Stockett. And I read that book many, many, many years ago. So long ago, I can't remember a lot of it. <laughs> but watching the movie, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's a little long.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: and, and can you give a brief synopsis on what The Help is about? Who who are The Help?
1: The Help is Abilene. Mm-hmm. Abilene? Abilene? Either. And what was the other girl's name?
0: Um, um, oh my gosh, now I'm forgetting her name. Um.
1: I can't remember the names, but anyways, yeah. it was. Well, the
0: help are the people who help the white people. Yeah, they, they and, like mo- the, and they're black. the
1: helpers in the house.
0: The helpers in the house, and yeah.
1: they, like, take care of the kids, they clean the house, mm-hmm. they, like, um, entertain their guests, mm-hmm. they do, like, everything.
0: Yeah. I think there was even, like, a gardener in a scene. Yeah. That was the help. Um, so... It, uh, Abeline, that was the character that was played by Octavia Spencer, mm-hmm. and and she was kind of the main character. Emma Stone was also the main character. She was yeah. She was writing the book about them about the help, right? Because she wanted to kind of get a new perspective, yeah. which was cool. Yeah, it was cool and also kind of uh, rebellious. Yeah, I was gonna say ahead of its time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, like no, back but back then she was being rebellious by like. Because it was illegal, like, in the movie they said that, like, she would be sent to jail, and so would the two people being interviewed interviewed, would be sent to jail by just doing a book about it.
0: That is crazy. I know. Um. So, just, like, unfair. so, So, um... Abilene was working for Miss Elizabeth. That was the white lady. Mm -hmm. And she had a baby that was called Mae Mobley. Mm -hmm. She was maybe two or three or four. She's so cute. She was cute. Um, Do you think that if... But Abilene ended up getting fired. I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying that. Yeah. Do you think if she had stayed with that baby and helped raise her into adulthood that Mae Mobley would have also grown up racist?
1: Okay, so... I feel like maybe yeah. because, like, she wouldn't have been as appreciative because what happened is, like, when she's, like, four, or, like, I don't know how old she was, she had, like, Abilene left because yeah. she got fired, yes. and I feel like seeing – I don't know if she'll remember that, but, like, if she could remember it, she might realize, like, how big of a help she was, and when she left, like, it probably was never the same. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she might realize, like – how unfair it was and how, like, nice and basically the same. Like, she's the same as every other race. Yes. And so it's like, I don't know if she would... I mean, I can't say 100%. No, no.
0: No, it's just a... It's more of a thought question. I think so. That she was still grown up to be racist if Abilene had stayed.
1: But also then, I thought maybe... I was also thinking of everything that she also could have not because, like, if their bond grew stronger. Right. She might have grown up and, like realized that she's not different from anyone else
0: well and it was kind of implied that emma stone the white Mm -hmm. woman was also raised by a black nanny yeah and it wasn't
1: implied they said that oh okay yeah
0: and and um that she was like less racist i don't i don't know that she was 100 percent not racist racist, but she she was less racist than a lot of the other women in the town Mm -hmm. it seemed like she kind of understood that
1: and like cared about them
0: yeah yeah
1: like i don't know if i should spoil it but it's probably fine
0: it is like a 12 year old movie (laughs) um
1: (laughs) when like at the end she gets a job offer Mm -hmm. for publishing her book because she ends up doing it Mm -hmm. and like when she moves away she like cries because like they helped each other and she actually like cared about them yeah yeah And also when she figured out about, like, there was a story about her old um, helper, who was, like, Native Black, not Native American, Black, Uh and, like, she was, like, really sad for her, because there was, like, this dumb reason of why the mom fired her.
0: I think because she got embarrassed in front of some Yeah, and some of her friends.
1: Yeah. Like, well, friends, when they were over, and Mm -hmm. then she was like, get out of here and leave, and so then, like, she left and she died or something, so then, like, she got really sad. I don't know. But she was, like, definitely not right well not racist as
0: other people who emma stone yeah 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 and i think even her own mother
1: yeah she kind
0: of saw the error of her ways yeah yeah um um let's see what else i was gonna ask you so what do you think about the fact that these rich white people don't really trust the help like they're constantly accusing them of stealing and yeah. and they're like saying you can't use my bathroom you got to go use the colored bathroom mm-hmm. so that's one hand but on the other hand they're like yeah raise my baby wipe them change them yeah. hold them when they cry it's to like, me that's so jarring that you could feel so distrusting distrust yeah, it seems
1: like they're like babies The white people's babies are, like, the least valuable thing in their life (gasps) because they, like, like you're saying, they care about their bathrooms. Like, they're like, um, fine, we'll just get you your own bathroom instead. That's going to be outside with no air conditioning. So, like, it's, like, 100 degrees during the summertime while they're using the restroom. And, like, they're like, oh, my jewelry and silverware went missing. You must have stolen it. Like, they think all these things that are valuable to them that the black people would be, like, touching and messing up. Mm-hmm. But then their babies, like, they literally, like, care for them like a mom. They, like, they kiss them. They hold them. They feed them. They play with them. Like, one time there's a tornado, and Abilene was holding May. Like, mm-hmm. she was, like, That's protecting right. her and holding her under a bed because her own mother wouldn't. <sighs> so, like, they do all these things. But and, they
0: don't raise their own children. But they don't raise their
1: own children. So it seems like... They don't even really care about their children. They only care about, oh, you touched this. You're yeah. doing this. You're disgusting.
0: Maybe it's more like they want the appearance of being a good mother. Yeah. So they have a child, but they don't really want a so, child. And they don't
1: want to do the hard stuff. Yep. That's like what the helps the helpers are forced to do.
0: Yeah. I always felt very like What? When I would hear about things like um, slaves. So here was this person you're enslaving and being cruel to. Uh And then they would do things like, I think sometimes they'd have them nurse their babies even. Really? Which to me seems so intimate. And if you're acting like this human is beneath you. Yeah, then why are you having them do all these things that are like above you?
1: Right. (laughs) Like raising your own kid.
0: It really is such a head
1: scratch. Like, you can't touch my bathroom, but you can take my child, bathe my kid, and kiss my kid. Like, what?
0: Yeah. It's just so weird. It is super weird to me. And even like, it just seems like it would be one or the other, but can't be both. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you even, if you think so lowly, why would you want that person to make you food
1: or plant your crops? Yeah. Like, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's really kind of messes with my mind. Yeah. I, it's a hard for me to grasp, but, um, but that happened in the movie and in the book, and I'm sure it happened in real life. Yep. Um, now, the other thing I was going to ask you is, so the, the main character, Abilene, was played mm-hmm. by Octavia Spencer, and she's a very famous actress, and I read that she regrets doing this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you I know? did some
1: research about Okay, it.
0: why does she regret doing this movie?
1: So she, she like, was saying in an interview that she regrets doing it because she doesn't like the fact that it was a white savior. So Because at the end of the movie, um, Emma Stone is kind of the one that saves them all because she writes the book, they get their side, she gets a job offer, they get, you know, money. They mm-hmm. get, But it's not even that much, they get, like, $50. I
0: think that was a lot, first of all, back then, and a lot to them. Oh, yeah. Because didn't they, they... I, I swear. But they should have
1: gotten so much more. Oh, probably. Yeah.
0: But I swear, at some point, did they say they made 95 cents a week or something ridiculous? Yeah. I mean, absurd. Like,
1: so bad. Yeah. So, like, yeah, but still, like, they were, like, the savior. They were happy. Like, the books went viral, and it was, like, all that because of Emma Stone.
0: hmm And uh, so,
1: she just feels like, she said that she feels like she betrayed herself and her people because she was, like, stood as one of the main characters in this movie where it kind of got twisted into her being the side character and Emma Stone just kind of like being like the hero woo and then she said that like white people can walk out of the movie theater or finish watching the movie and learn like a lesson based on their characters and talk about it but not really care about the characters themselves wow I know so do you think thought very deeply about that
0: do you think Octavia Spencer would disapprove of our discussion right now, then? Because we're trying to use this as, like...
1: A lesson. A lesson,
0: a, a, a se- essentially. Well, not
1: totally a lesson, just, like, a talk. But a
0: talk, yeah. But
1: Yeah, she was saying that people, like, will discuss it after they watch it, but they'll not even, like, really truly care. Oof. I know. I was well, like, I care! I care.
0: And it does... That movie and book did affect me. I mean... I think it has its value. I understand what she's saying. yeah, And and that is kind of analogous with people not liking fairy tales where the man always saves the woman. Mm -hmm. I I can see why it would be also annoying with the white person saving the black person. I get it. I get it. But I I don't think the movie is invaluable.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but she also said that she didn't get another job offer till three years after that movie was made. Really? Yeah, so I don't know. But also, you 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 don't you can never tell if it's because of the movie or if just because, like, things were slow those three years, but I don't know.
0: I think the movie came out in 2011. So she didn't get one until 2014. Interesting. Did she feel like she was typecast or something?
1: I don't, I don't know. I just kind of skimmed that the bottom area because I was just more skimming for the top. But then at the bottom, it said, like, and three years later, she finally got another role in, like, an NBC thing.
0: But, Interesting. Yeah. Because- because um i do think in that movie she doesn't have like a lot of makeup on yeah and in real life she's a pretty glamorous person uh-huh. so I don't,
1: I don't i don't i don't know
0: i don't really know either <laughs> i wish she'd come on the podcast and we could interview her
1: that'd be so cool
0: that would be cool
1: <laughs> we actually can do that we don't we have that one app where like we can like do it online we're like Oh yes, yeah, but I don't know. We've that,
0: never used that, that any celebrities would um, want to join us in a discussion. I mean they should want to, but, but hey if you're a celebrity out there and you'd like to
1: be interviewed.
0: Hop we're, on your pod, girls. We're, we're your girls? <laughs>
1: well I learned a lot.
0: I learned a lot too. I, I like looking at things from other perspectives. It's a lot of critical thinking. Yeah but we're good at critical thinking. Mm -hmm. We got this. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I was going to say before we wrap this up, and now I'm blanking and I'm about to sound (laughs) really stupid, but in The Help, they talked about a civil rights activist that I actually hadn't heard of. And I Googled him and now I forgot his name again. Oh, so well. there's that, <laughs> but I will try to figure out who it was. And um, tell us next and week. And tell you next week. Or because two weeks. yeah. Because I was like, oh my gosh, they're talking about this civil rights activist who um
1: got shot and killed. Got shot
0: and killed, and I hadn't heard of him. Because mm-hmm. again, we only get to hear about the couple that the white um school board lets us learn about yeah. in school. Right? Yep. Yep. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it's like sad, but we need change.
0: We do need change. Well, I think I think that wraps up this episode, girl. See, you
1: said well too.
0: <laughs> no, just the way you said, oh well, sort of something, <laughs> a little,
1: little callous. But uh, oh! excuse me, excuse. You know what I mean. Though. I know what
0: you mean. Um, you get me. I get you, girl. Uh, so anyway, can you tell our listeners where they can find us?
1: You can find us on, well, for Insta- for um, social media, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Chats of My Daughter. Yes. And you can listen to us at Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen. That's true. Anything mm-hmm. else? No. Yeah. Well, then say goodbye, Ella. Bye. Bye.